Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. We're talking blues hockey. It's the Joey Vitale Report on 101 ESPN. Brought to you by The Electrical Connection. When you need quality electrical work for your home or business, visit electricalconnection.org. Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN, and we are thrilled to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Our guy, blues analyst for 101 ESPN, all over, all around swell individual Joey Vitale joining us here on the show. Joey, what's going on, man? Hey, not much, boys. I don't I don't typically step away from making pizza dough for anybody, so uh, you guys should know you're you're well worth it. Well, we appreciate it. Are we going to hear some more howling on the uh, broadcast tonight, or what? What should we be preparing for this evening? You may hear some hooting, some howling, or some yipping. Coyotes like to yip too. It's like kind of yip, 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 yip. They kind of do that across the desert. I was out there for three years in Scottsdale, and I swear it, it would keep it would keep my kids up at night sometimes. So uh, yeah, those those yotes they're um, they're funny creatures. More important, Joe, uh, you're making pizza dough. Does that mean you're making sourdough bread for BK and I? Well, I'm just experimenting right now. I'm kind of, you know, you know. I thought I thought I'm gonna be a little crazy today. I'm gonna mess with the hydration a little bit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna test out a couple different flowers. I'm gonna have some fun. I woke up this morning and I said to my wife, I said, "Honey, I'm gonna have some fun today." And she goes, "Oh, really? What's going on?" I go, "I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna mess with the hydration of the old Roman pizza dough." She goes, "Okay." All right. Sounds like we're going to get ourselves a nice Joe Vitale pizza dough. Well, speaking of experimenting with things, Joe, Craig Berube experimenting with the defensive pairings on uh, on Tuesday night, switching up Pareko and Scandella, put Pareko and Dunn out there, Scandella and Mikola. What do you think of that pairing? Because it looks like he's going right back to that tonight, and it was successful against Arizona in the second and third period. First of all, put that transition in the Hall of Fame of maybe the top five transitions. <laughs> damn of all right, time. Joe. You damn right, Joe. He's having a rough show today, Joe. Yeah. He just thought that uh, Nolan Arenado was talking about Domino's Pizza when he was talking about playing Domino's. So that he made up for that. You got to make up for your mistakes every once in a while, Joe. Hey, you're on the right track, Alex. Hey, I tell you what, the uh, the defensive pairings have been shooken up. I was just down at the rink this morning. I'm looking at morning skate. It looks like they are going to continue at least to start things out. It's going to be Scandella. And then Mikola on one end. You got Pareko and Vince Dunn on another pair. And then now you have, of course, uh, Tory Crew and Justin Fall. The Tory Crew Justin Fall thing, that to me is the most solidified pair that we will see in tonight's game. I do think there will still be some adjusting with the other four. I'm talking about Pareko, Dunn, Scandella, and Mikolo, of course. I do think we'll see Pareko out there with Scandella. A lot of D zone faceoffs. Uh, Craig Burby loves to use both, both those big guys in, especially when they're out there against Clayton Keller and the Connor Garlands of the world. 
So you will see those two big guys back together. But for the most part, I think you will see Scandella with Mikola for the most part. And I think this Pareko and now Vince Dunn pairing is looking pretty good. And you just got to ride the, ride the hot hand. And right now, Vince Dunn, according to Craig Bruby, who we just got the phone with about an hour ago, very impressed with Vince Dunn, how he's been playing, how he's responded since being healthy scratch last week. So when you're playing this well, this coach has done one thing. He'll put you out there if you earn it, and Vince Dunn's earned it, so he'll be paired up with Pareko to start things off this evening. Joey, what have you seen from Mikola so far this year? He's been super impressive to me, who is just a, a totally amateur viewer of the game. But for you, what have you seen from the, uh, from Mikola? Well, I think you know, the obvious one is he's a big body, right? He's got a long stick. He can close, close time and space very quickly, much like Colt Pareko. If he gets caught, you know, it's, it's different. When you're, when you're six foot three versus a five foot seven player, or five foot ten, even for example, look at, look at events done. Yes, it's four inches. What what's the big deal? But with four inches of height, you also add in probably three to four inches there to your stick length, and then not only that, you're adding to your overall leg length. I mean, your your, your ability to close in within six and seven more inches when you're they're that much taller. So every inch counts, obviously in hockey. So when you have six or seven extra, then of course you're going to be uh, closing time and space quicker. He's getting good pucks on sticks. Uh, so that all the stuff that he comes as advertising, he's been doing, right? He's been closing plays in corners. He's been keeping things very, very simple, which I think is a huge part of why he's had so much success here to start uh, to start the year in the NHL with the St. Louis Blues. Coming out of the D zone, not necessarily looking for that Tory crew, Justin Falk, tape-to-tape pass. He doesn't need to do that right now. They need him just to get the puck and just chip it out of the zone. Just keep chipping it off the glass and letting all those players get back to the neutral zone and keep regrouping. He's kept it very simple. So I think that's that's one of the areas that I've seen that I really liked. But also the other thing that I think has caught the uh, the coach's attention is his ability to have the confidence to get up in the offense. You know, his mo, his 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 bread and butter is defense and to stay home and to make sure he's, he's defending hard. But he's been jumping up in the rush and he's got actually pretty good wheels where he's been taking it wide and curling up, looking for that wave in the offensive zone. We've seen him below the goal line, behind the net of the opposing team. So to me, that is a sign of a confident player that's not afraid to use any and all offensive abilities as he has. So those are, those are the few things I've seen earliest in, in his NHL start this year. And it's been looking really good for him. Joe, speaking of offense, Mike Hoffman probably looked his best on Tuesday night, picking up that second goal of the season, the first pure goal scorer goal for Mike Hoffman this year. But he had five shots in that game. Are we starting to see the emergence of number 68 that we expected when he signed that contract? Yeah, I think so. And I think this is just taking a little bit of time and, you know, kudos to Craig Burby for just allowing that and for him to stay on that line with Robert Thomas without shaking things up too badly. I think little by little, he's continuing to build stuff. And then I think that the other thing for Mike Hoffman is, you know, who his center is and Robert Thomas uh, would be the first one to admit that he could be a little bit better. I think his game's trending in the right direction. I thought, I think it was last game, maybe second or third period was probably his best period of the season, even though he didn't get rewarded for it. So his game, his game's coming around right now. I think Robert Thomas is going to have a big night tonight. I've seen this story before where a player's struggling and he, and he's, he's so close. I think last game he had a backdoor chance. He dove for it, just missed a couple pucks are right there for scoring opportunities are bouncing over a stick. I've seen this before where we've seen games like that. And you know, they're just one game away. So I think Robert Thomas is going to have a big game here tonight, along with the confidence of Mike Hoffman, where he's been feeling it. He gets that goal scores goal, as you mentioned. So this is, this is something I think in the making, you know, keep in mind, I think for Mike Hoffman too, with the adjustment and why it's taken so long, you know, we were mentioned, we were talking to Tory crew three or four days ago about this, asking about his, his adjustment. And for the new guys, how's it been? It's been hard. It's been hard because you know, the, the off ice chemistry and the relationships you want to build with a new team, 
that happens on on road trips where you go out to dinner together. You're you know, meet, sit in the lounge and have a couple beers after a game, just relax and get to know each other. Mike Hoffman hasn't had that, neither has Tory Krug. So you look at why it's taken this long. It, a lot of it just is, comes down to the relationships and the off ice stuff that kind of goes on behind the scenes that we don't see. And these players really haven't been allowed to do anything like that. But I think Mike Hoffman's game's coming. I expect a big game out of Robert Thomas tonight. And once we get this third line going, boys, I'm telling you right now, they're going to start getting the, the, the one in mat- matchups that Craig Bruby's looking for. Put that Thomas Island out there against the third and fourth lines of your opponent, and boom, this team can really take off. Our Blues analyst Joey Vitale joining us here on 101 ESPN. Blues versus Coyotes coming up tonight. Pre-game coverage with Alex Ferrario at 6 o'clock. Puck drop at 7. We got word yesterday from Doug Armstrong that it's it seems like Vladimir Tarasenko is at least progressing in the right direction. Still probably at least a few weeks away. I did want to ask you, Joey, we, we talked about this yesterday with Curbs. If things are still going in the right direction and there are no injuries, where do you think that Vladimir Tarasenko fits in with these these top three lines? Where would you put him? Well, I mean, it's hard to say right now, BK, because we're healthy, right? And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a full lineup right now, aside from a Tyler Bozak in that top nine. So it's hard to say right now, and it's with, you know, we're still probably possibly months away from him even returning. We're definitely weeks away, but possibly months. So who knows what, what what's going to, what's going to be coming up when, when Vladdy does come back. Uh, if I were to put him in the lineup right now, I mean, I think you have to keep him in the top six. He's a top six goal scorer. I mean, he's one of your best goal scorers in franchise history. You've got to put him in the top six somewhere. Does Zach Sanford slide down a little bit? You put him with Ryan O'Reilly and David Prond. You see how that goes for a couple of games. You hopefully he's got some giddy up and some jump, add some speed to that line. Uh, to me, but he's got to be in that top six. The one line you can't touch right now is Braden Shen. With Jaden Schwartz and Jordan Cairo, they've been the hottest line. Maybe in the National Hockey League, they're playing so well together. So that one you can't touch. But it's so far away. You know, it's a good problem to have now, but it is so far away where you don't know what the injury thing is going to, the injury bug may catch this team like it's catching on to Colorado. Uh, it's, it's very, it's very hard to determine, but any naysayers out there who are saying, I think it was just leave it alone. Don't worry about Vlad. The boys are playing great. Uh-uh, no way. This is a, an elite goal scorer. He belongs in your top six somewhere. You find a spot for him because aside from that, his, his goal scoring ability, Vladdy's had the, Vladdy's had the ability to really bring a lot of energy and jumps at team. And we were talking about this on, on our This Week in Hockey with Alex Ferraro yesterday. Shout out! Shout out. There it is. And, um, and we were saying how, like, you know, if he comes back a month before playoffs or a few weeks before playoffs, that's that downtime. As a player, you really feel like, oh, man, you're, you're close. The light's there, but you're not quite at the end of the tunnel. When you get a big player back around that time, I can't tell you what the energy it does, not only for that player, but also for the entire team. So the timing of this whole thing could, could work out very well for the St. Louis Blues. Now, keep in mind, before the pandemic, the timeline for his return was right about exactly what it's going to be for this one. He was going to be back about weeks or a month before playoffs. The team was really excited about that. And of course, the pause happened. So it's kind of like deja vu Groundhog's Day all over again. But I do believe he will bring a lot of good energy back to this team. All right, Joe, before we let you go, um, I need you to, I need you, I need you, buddy, here. We need to set these two in place, BK and T Bone. Oh, God. Because What's going tonight's on? the reverse retro, and I'm loving oh. these things, Joe. It's 90s hockey, but of course, uh, T Bone and BK over here think that it's dumb that they're wearing red jerseys. Put them in place for me, big man. Tell T Bone to zip it. No way. Get out of here, T Bone. You can't come at me with that. You can attack me like a spider monkey right there. And BK, <laughs> figure it out. I, I would have figured BK would have loved the red. You know, he's a, he's a big Cardinals guy. BK, I, I really respect you for your knowledge of the St. Louis Cardinals and the baseball. Uh, you don't know anything about hockey, but you definitely true. know your baseball stuff. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> true. Of course, I'm kidding. Accurate. Of course, of course, I'm kidding. BK, Spot you know that.
I um, I really respect you for your baseball knowledge and how well you know this Cardinals team. I would have thought you would have loved the red, no? Yeah. Uh, you know, they're named the Blues, yeah, Joey. That's their excuse. Not, oh, they're the, the Blues, <laughs> Joe. They're the Blues. They shouldn't be the Reds on the ice. Well, well listen, they're the St. Louis Blues, not because they love the color blues. You, I know. Look into it a little bit. You know I, I mean? it's know. About, it's about the music. Yeah, hey, the I rich what, Blues history here in St. Louis. I get right. it, Joey. That I was, get it. That was I offensive. tell you one thing, those red jerseys on the TV tonight, they're going to pop. They're going to pop against that white ice. I saw the morning skate. They had the, they had the red socks. Jordan Bennington pads are illuminating. Looking like this Cujo. Be fun. Looking Cujo. like Cujo, baby. Maybe I'll change my opinion when I actually see it on the ice. You I hope will. I do. I hope I do. I, I think the Stars have some great reverse oh, retros. See, look, now he's a Dallas Stars fan, and, Joe. And then Alex is over oh, here telling God. me they look like they're the Subway commercial. They are the Subway commercial. <laughs> maybe maybe they'll bring some good juju to the Kansas City Chiefs here on Sunday. They're, you know oh, what, Joey? Oh, that's how you get them to sell it, Joe. You 100% redeemed yourself. <laughs> See what I did there? It's Joey Vitale, Blues Analyst for 101 ESPN. I am just thinking, though, what if they're doing it for the Bucks? Now, now I'm questioning hey, it all over again. It's for the Chiefs. It's for the Chiefs and BK. This is why I'm the best. That's you are the best. Right. Go get Joey that pizza Vitale. done, Joe. Talk to you soon, man. See you, boys. Absolutely. That is Joey Vitale here on 101 ESPN. Can we what if it is the Buccaneers? No, it's not the Buc- Ryan O'Reilly had the Chiefs helmet on at the All-Star game last year. And, and Travis Kelsey. And Blues Travis fan. Kelsey was at a Blues fan. Mahomes was there. Hey, just calm down. Can we clip that of Joe saying T-Bone, just zip it, though? Can we clip that, T-Bone? Of what? Of where he said, hey, T-Bone, zip it. No, no way. Take... Get out of here, T-Bone. <laughs> there we I go. I felt like we should take maybe the part where he said uh, that he really respects my knowledge. And then followed up by, but you know nothing about hockey? He, let's let's focus on the positives <laughs> here. Let's focus on the positives. Oh, now I'm being BK, B, uh, Buzz Killington over here. All right, coming up next, NFL quick hitters. Where does this Chiefs team rank among the best that Tom Brady has faced in the Super Bowl? And do the Chiefs have the best three skill position guys in this game against the Buccaneers? We'll talk about that coming up next on 101 ESPN.